0: Now that Mel Tucker has been fired, where does Michigan State turn to now? I have some ideas. I'll share them with you. Plus, Week 5 is here. Locked On Big Ten starts now. You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. Thank you so much. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. And it's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show, we're going to look at Michigan State and ask what next now that Mel Tucker has been fired. Our Week 5 previews are here, some interesting games on the slate, plus our pigskin picks as we offer as a public service to you. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. Quick sidebar on the Michigan State situation. Now that Mel Tucker has been fired, remember there's a rule. When a coach is fired, the players have 30 days to transfer somewhere else if they want and enter the portal without any penalty. And what is also interesting about this is we are at the four game mark. Four games, you can play four games and then skip the rest of the season and still maintain your redshirt season eligibility. Kind of curious to see over the next couple of hours, couple of days, if there's a flurry of transfer activity for people wanting to get out, jump ship, or do they want to stay at Michigan State? And, of course, Mel Tucker, it is official. He is fired. Now expect a long, drawn-out court battle between both sides for $79 million remaining on that $95 million contract. So while he has been gone the past couple weeks, he has been suspended. Leading up to this, Harlan Barnett has been the interim head coach. Nice resume, really. He's a former player at Michigan State. He played in the NFL under Bill Belichick. He was a graduate assistant under Nick Saban at LSU and won a national championship, so it's a pretty good resume. But he hasn't done that great so far in these first couple of weeks. In fact, a forty-one to seven loss at home to Washington and a thirty-one nine loss to Maryland. You added up aggregate; it's seventy-two to sixteen in the two games. They haven't even been close. They do take on a broken Iowa team this weekend. Maybe there's a chance at getting this train back on the tracks at Michigan State. So let me ask you, as we move forward with this, let's assume that Barnett Barnett will probably be given every chance to get things going, and if so, might have a pretty good chance of getting the job. But let's say things don't go well. What does Michigan State do moving forward? Um, there are a lot of candidates out there that might be interested, but there might be a hitch to the story. Let's get into this. Who wants this job? Michigan State is a good job. All right. It is a good job. It is a destination job for a lot of coaches. They have good donors. You got a very passionate fan base, right? We've got great facilities, but they are in a brutally tough conference and it's going to get tougher next year. So you have Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. You throw in Southern Cal. You throw in Washington. You throw in Oregon. Is there a path to winning for the next coach that comes in at Michigan State right now? Or are they always going to be a second-tier or middle-tier team? That is a question. That's why this hire is very important for Michigan State. Now, they just offered the last coach, Mel Tucker, $95 million. They're going to go to court to not have to pay him what's left of that. The gig pays well. At least it did. I don't know if they're going to be so quick to throw out a humongous contract like that and get the next big guy, get the next flavor of the of the month, if you will. I'm not so sure. And this is the same university that has had to pay a half billion dollars to sexual assault victims for the sports doctor Larry Nasser situation back in the day. So I think those are things that are very much a factor in all this, in who the next coach will be. Now, I've got about, I haven't counted them, i got about a dozen candidates here that I think would be up for consideration, and the combination of my thoughts, combination of what's floating around the internet, rumor mill style, and uh, other stories that have been written, and I've kind of given them some thought, yay or nay, on many of them. In case you haven't heard already this week, Chris Kleiman at Kansas State, he was thought to be maybe a candidate. He has just flat out said, no, I am not interested in that. Uh, he's good. He's got an eight-year, $44 million contract already there at Kansas State. He seems to be good, but coaches say things, and then other things happen. You know how this works. This isn't going to go away. So let's uh, let's check this out and give you some thoughts on some possible candidates. Deion Sanders, anybody? Anybody have the stomach for that? They think that would be cool? I don't think it's in Dion's plans, but his offensive coordinator might be interested. Sean Lewis got a lot of attention in uh, the first couple of weeks as Colorado's offensive coordinator. If Shador Sanders ends up winning the Heisman Trophy or they continue to impress people across the country, his profile is just going to go straight up. He also has some head coaching experience at Kent state and he played at Wisconsin. So he's a big 10 guy. So Sean Lewis possibility. Let's just throw that out there. Sharon Moore. Eh, What are you thinking out there? Sharon Moore. Yeah. Um, He's the offensive coordinator at Michigan for those that don't know. And I have a feeling that Moore is kind of more or less just waiting for uh, Jim Harbaugh to, do whatever Jim Harbaugh is going to do, whether it be NFL or whatever. Maybe he'd be a candidate at Michigan. That'd be a tough switch to be at Michigan and go. Eh, I'm going to going to Michigan State across the state, but it can happen. I mean, it's a possibility. Jason Candle at Toledo. They just gave Illinois fits a couple of weeks ago. He's been there for eight years. He's won twice as many, almost twice as many games as he's lost. He's had multiple MAC titles. He already recruits in the Midwest. It's kind of like, what more can he do there? And he's only 43 years old. He is a prime candidate to make a jump like this. And again, the fact that he already recruits in the Midwest, I, I, think, uh, I think that's one we'll, we'll keep an eye on. Mike Elko at Duke. They're ranked. Duke is good. He's a red-hot name out there right now. I mean, if you can win at Duke, you can win anywhere. Plus, his resume includes stops at Notre Dame and Texas A&M as a defensive coordinator. And he's at an academic school, so maybe I'm just thinking forward. Maybe Michigan State will have a little competition for his services because a school like, oh, I don't know, Northwestern might be interested. So anyway, Mike Elko at Duke, throw his name out. What do you think about Gary Patterson? Remember the former TCU coach? Uh, he was, they won a lot of ball games over like 20 years there. Put the, put the program on the map. But then as soon as he leaves, they go to the national championship. And now in case you've lost track of him, he's a special assistant to Steve Sarkeesian at Texas. They're doing well. And this might be one of those coaching rehab stints, kind of like Nick Saban does with guys like he did with Sarkeesian, as a matter of fact, once upon a time. So I don't know, maybe he parlays this into a, a new head coaching gig. He is 63. He's uh, got a lot of experience. He would be a steadying force in a program that that has been shook. So maybe we keep an eye on Gary Patterson. Charles Huff is another name. He's a head coach at Marshall. He's a great recruiter. He's had stints at some big-time programs like Alabama, Mississippi State, and Penn State. So the resume is there. And, again, being at a smaller school, this is how I'm kind of leaning, the smaller school guy jumping up for the Michigan State job. So, Keep his uh, name handy. Ryan Grubb, he is the associate head coach and offensive coordinator with the Washington Huskies. If you talk offense and Huskies, I mean, you got something here. This, and he's also the quarterback coach of Michael Penix Jr., who again, may be the Heisman Trophy winner. If that happens, again, the resume is going to, whether he wins the Heisman or not, I think Grubb is going to get a lot of interviews because he's running a pretty exciting offense over there at Washington, getting a lot of attention. And uh, going to be in high demand. Another guy, um, Matt Campbell, Iowa State. It seems like his name comes up every year for every job opening, NFL and college. I don't know what he wants to so He keeps turning them down. He seems happy at Iowa State. I don't know if this is a guy or not. But his name will be on every job opening list that comes open between now and the end of the season. Lance Leopold, Kansas. You know, he cut his teeth at Division Three. Really learned how to coach at a lower level. I kind of like that. He was under strong consideration at a couple other Big Ten schools, at Wisconsin and Nebraska before they filled their jobs. And so he went to uh, he went to Kansas, and uh, that's where he's at right now. Maybe a name to keep an eye on. Pat uh, Pat Narduzzi at Pitt. He was a long time defensive coordinator under Mark Dantonio from 2007 to 2014 at Michigan State. That that's another one. Because of his the familiarity, he has frequently turned down other jobs. At least he did when he's at Michigan State. That's why he was there for so long. That could be a name. Pat Narduzzi could be a name. Somebody else's name, whose name keeps coming up, that I'm like, really? I don't think. Mark Stoops at Kentucky. I don't get it. He's He's a good coach. And I don't know why he would ever leave Kentucky. He probably has lifetime security there. Going back to my point earlier that I don't think Michigan State's going to pay huge dollars for their next guy to lure somebody. Um, I think he makes $9 million a year at Kentucky. Michigan State's not going to top that. No way. No way. And I think he signed through 2031. Got all the security in the world, all the money in the world. He's already banging his head up against the wall, going against those tough SEC teams. What makes him want to come over to the Big Ten to bang his head against you know all the the teams in the, in the big 10 and the ones that are coming. It's the same thing. Plus he's at a basketball school, a basketball dominant school. I mean, let's face it. Michigan state is a, it's a basketball school too. And, uh, you're not, uh, you're not top billing as a football program at Kentucky or Michigan state. So I, I immediately dismissed that. However, his associate head coach, Vince Morrow, he'd been there for 10 years. He's ready for a head coaching gig. Uh, he, that 10 years as an assistant, that's some stability, but, um, he's a former NFLer and a former player kind of was a kind of a fringe NFL guy bouncing back and forth with NFL Europe, but then he decided he wanted to get into coaching, went to NFL Europe to do it as a former NFL Europe broadcaster myself. that means something to me going over there and paying your dues. Vince Morrow, maybe a guy, Dave Dorn at North Carolina state. He's on everybody's list all the time, former Wisconsin defensive coordinator and done a pretty good job at North Carolina State, might be another good candidate as well. And uh, have you heard P.J. Fleck's name? I have. I I keep hearing uh, P.J. Fleck at Minnesota, maybe interested in the Michigan State job. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. Why leave Minnesota for Michigan State? after seven years of success and what you've built there, I mean, the con on a, I don't want to know if they're on the same level or not, but I mean, what are you doing now? He does have Michigan ties. He was the head coach at Western Michigan was undefeated up there and he would get the the fan base fired up. There's no doubt about it. There's uh, there's no in between if you're either a PJ Fleck guy or you're not, he's very enthusiastic. Might be might be a good shot in the arm for the program. But again, I, if I'm P.J. Fleck, I don't know if I leave Minnesota for Michigan State. But his defensive coordinator might be one you want to look at. Joe Rossi. He's 44 years old. He's the D.C. there at Minnesota. He was a defensive coordinator at Rutgers before. And last year, the Gophers had two shutouts. And I've been, if you listen to any of these podcasts, anytime we talk about the Gophers, what do we talk about? We talk about their defense first. Maybe Joe Rossi is a guy. Then there's Matt house, Matt house, LSU defensive coordinator. He's from Michigan, went to Michigan state, former grad assistant at Michigan state. He's coached both at the NFL and the college level. In fact, I want a super bowl ring on Andy Reed staff at Kansas city. He is currently working under Brian Kelly at the resurrected LSU program. So, I think some of these are very interesting. I would love to hear what you guys have to think. Uh, Hit me up on Twitter at TalkBig10 or maybe here on YouTube with the comments. But, you know, maybe a a Pat Narduzzi at Pitt, Jason Candle at Toledo, uh, Mike Elko at Duke, or maybe Harlan Barnett keeps the job as the interim head coach. Those are the guys that I'm thinking, the types of guys that I think they're going to hire anyway um, as we move forward at the end of the season. So, again, what do you think? Uh, Come on, we got got a slate of games. It's the weekend already. So we are going to take care of all that. I'm going to give you my thoughts on each and every game this weekend in the Big Ten, all that. And then our pigskin picks. All that's coming up right here on Locked On Big Ten. Also, I want to tell you about Nutrafol. Nutrafol, did you know that 80% 80% of men will experience uh, hair thinning in their lifetime. It's normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. You could get ahead of thinning with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Go to Nutrafol.com slash men and take their uh, hair health wellness quiz. Identify causes of your thinning hair. And Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair health through whole body wellness. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, such as stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, metabolism, through whole body health. In fact, here's, uh, here's some of the supplements that come right right here. In a box like that, send it to you. That's what it looks like. And here's what you need to do. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping. When you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code locked on college. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair com slash men spelled dot com slash men and enter the promo code locked on college. That's com slash men promo code locked on college. So no Friday night uh, Friday night lights into big 10, no Friday game. And we do have a bunch on Saturday, though. So Saturday, let's start you off with Penn State at Northwestern. That's a noon game, Big Ten Network. Penn State riding high after its dominating thirty-one to nothing shutout over the Iowa Hawkeyes during their annual whiteout game last Saturday night. It should be probably more the same again this week, to be honest with you. Although the last time quarterback Drew Aller hit the road for a road, he's only had one road game. It was at Illinois and he looked a little more human and you got to give Northwestern some credit for not giving up when they were down 21 to Minnesota last week, ended up sending the game into overtime and winning, but uh, this should be a, a nice dub for Penn state. We'll have our pigskin picks officially coming up in just a moment. The uh, uh, Louisiana raging Cajuns three and one, and they roll into Minnesota to take on the golden Gophers for a 12 o'clock game, big 10 network, other, Uh, More high expectations after a 2-0 start for the Gophers have kind of tapered down a little bit. They're 2-2 following last week's disappointing loss to Northwestern and the previous week's loss at North Carolina. Ethan kaliak Manis has three interceptions in four games, but his real problem is he really isn't creating downfield the way I would like if I were a Gopher fan, and uh, I think that's one of the reasons they've kind of settled back down to earth. Again, I've talked about this again. The defense, though, is pretty good. Meanwhile, Michigan is at Nebraska at 3.30 on Fox. If you missed our preview, we did. We spent a lot of time on just this game in yesterday's podcast. So if you're a Michigan or Nebraska fan and you missed it, just go back to the list here. If you're watching on YouTube or our previous podcast, just go to the previous one. All right, but it's all all Michigan and Nebraska stuff. You'll love it. Um, The Huskers' defense is pretty good. Actually, they rank higher than the Wolverines in rush defense. But Michigan is number one in the country in scoring defense. Only giving up, they've only given up twenty-three points all season in four games. Quick math—that's five point seven five points per game. Uh, only giving up two touchdowns all year. Michigan, incredible. And of course, Heinrich Harburg for Nebraska has stepped up uh, at the quarterback position after Jeff Sims went down, and he's led them to two wins. And this is Michigan's first road game of the season, so we'll see how this shakes out. Indiana is at Maryland at 3.30, kickoff there on the Big Ten Network. The Hoosiers are 2-2. I mentioned earlier, a four-overtime win against Akron, and that was at home. Now they're on the road taking on a Terps team that can go 5-0. Two days ago, I did a feature on Maryland and how nobody's paying attention to them. They've got an explosive offense and a really good defense. They're blowing people out, and they're undefeated they got a great chance to go at 5-0, and oh, and they want to prove to others that they belong in the same conversations as Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan. Uh, a win here will go a long way toward doing that. Also at 3.30 on the Peacock Network, Illinois traveling to Purdue, and the Fighting Illini have been inconsistent all year. Meanwhile, first-year Boilermakers head coach Ryan Walters was Brett Bielema's defensive coordinator for that awesome defense they had last year. It's how he got this Purdue job. Problem is Purdue's defense this year is like Swiss cheese and they have yet to win at home this year. They're due. They're due. Also at three 30 Rutgers hosting Wagner uh, and hopes to improve its record to four and one, which they probably will. ESPN analytics gives Rutgers a 99% chance to win this game. <laughs> so, yeah, they won't even put a line on it. And finally, at 7.30 on NBC and Peacock, two struggling teams going head-to-head. Michigan State traveling to Kinnick Stadium to take on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Something's got to give. Both teams are very frustrated right now, and Kinnick is just tough on visitors, and Kinnick Stadium is even tougher on visitors at nighttime, at night games. So we'll see how this goes. Iowa lost to Penn State by 31 last week. Michigan State lost to Maryland by 22 last week. So somebody's got to win this football game. We'll see how it goes. All right. Enjoy all of those games. I want to thank you for making lockdown big 10 your first listen each and every day. And while we're in college football season here, don't forget to check out lockdown college football kickoff live. It's on this channel lockdown, big 10 channel and all the other lockdown college stations. It it airs everywhere, but it airs live on Fridays, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time. And if you miss it, or maybe you're watching us later, uh, maybe you're dialing this up on a Friday night, you can go back and watch the Lockdown College Football Kickoff Live show. It's on tape, it's it's recorded, and it's on this channel, easy to find. So I invite you to check that out. I also invite you, please, I'm asking, subscribe to this channel, Lockdown Big Ten. Hit the subscribe button. It's free, no commitment, other than we ask you to uh, enjoy us every day. But that will help us out a lot. The more people we get subscribing, the better. And also the more that share follow and like Lockdown Big Ten. That would be a great help to us. If you know somebody who's a Big Ten fan or Big Ten alum, and maybe they haven't heard of this, ask them, and please share us with them. We'd really, really appreciate that. All right, now that the weekend is here, it is time for our pigskin picks. That's coming up next on Lockdown Big Ten. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance—from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, everything you can think. LED lights, those are cool. And uh, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 uh, 122 million parts. For your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash, right? With all the parts that you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win just like coaches and players and teams try to do each and every week. Keep your ride or die alive at ebay.com slash motors. That's ebay.com uh, slash motors. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers eligible items only exclusions apply. So uh, let's check this out. We are gonna take a look at our pigskin picks and a quick note that I do each and every week. In case you've just discovered us or you're uh, you're new to uh, new to lockdown Big Ten, I do these picks every week. But I, for for this podcast, I only do the money line winners and losers just to keep it simple. However, as a public service, I will tell you the the point spreads and the over unders, and I will give you my opinion on them. By the way, the point spreads provided by FanDuel. So let's put it on the screen here and see where we are at. Uh last week I went seven and two. Again, just winners and losers. Uh overall, we are 40 and 8 on the season. So let's put these games up in the Big Ten this weekend and see where we stand. Penn State is at Northwestern. Let'll make these full screen right here. Here we go. Um Penn State is a 26-point favorite in this game and the over under is set at 46. Obviously, we will pick Penn State to win over Northwestern. I think I don't want to be disrespectful to Northwestern um because they they're they're a feisty bunch. I do think overall uh Penn State will cover this spread at 26. I could see this being a uh, I don't know, maybe a 40 to 10 game maybe. And so that means that 50 points they hit the over, which is 46. So that's how I'd roll with that. Louisiana Lafayette at Minnesota. Minnesota's an 11-point favorite. I'm going to take the Golden Gophers to win this game, but not cover the 11. Okay? And I think I will take the under on the 48-and-a-half. Michigan is at Nebraska. Mich- Michigan's a 16-and-a-half-point favorite here. I think this line has come down a little bit. I will take Michigan to win. I will take them to cover. I... If you do uh, prop bets on FanDuel, by the way, first half is going to be a lot closer. I think it's gonna be a lot like the Rutgers game last week for Michigan. it was 14, 7 to half, and then Michigan pulled away. Michigan wins all of its games, like 32 to 6, 35 to 7, that that kind of stuff. I think this will be the same thing. I do think um, I think they will eke over the number because of 30, like 32 to 7. There's 39 points right there it's 38 and a half the over under so i would i would say it just gets over the number michigan wins and covers on this indiana at maryland maryland a little bit better than a well it's a two uh two touchdown and a hook 14 and a half points and over under at 50 i think maryland will win this game they will go to 5 and 0 oh, they will cover the point spread probably win by three touchdowns and i would take the over 50 i think maryland's going to put some points on the board here and next we've got uh, illinois at purdue um right now it is a one point uh illinois a one point favorite i have seen some lines where this is just an even pick them i uh, this is a hard one to pick because it's so close obviously i purdue has not won a game at home yet this year they are due so i'm going to take purdue to eke one out and win one in front of the home crowd that's got to be worth three points right there right And give me the over. Purdue's defense gives up a lot of points. Ryan Walters doesn't like to hear me say that, but they do. Uh, So over 53, and I'm going to take Purdue to win maybe by a field goal. Okay. Wagner is at Rutgers. No line on there. This is going to be like 60 to 7. So I'm going to take Rutgers, obviously, to win that game. And then Michigan State is at Iowa. I think Iowa wins, gets back to the winning ways, because Kinnick Stadium is such a home field advantage, but they do not cover the 12 and a half. All right. Iowa would win, but not cover the 12 and a half and always take the under in Iowa games, 36 and a half. There you go. All right. That's a lot of fun. We are good to go with our pig skin picks that we do each and every week. And I hope those are helpful. I hope you have fun with those as well. And that'll do it for our pig skin picks. And I'll do it for lockdown. Big 10, uh, many ways for you to interact with me again, on Twitter at TalkBig10, our website, TalkBig10.com. That's with the number 10. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Big 10 as soon as it becomes available each and every day. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Please, you'll be helping me out. Thank you very much. Now I'm going to invite you to check out the... uh, Oh, almost forgot. Don't forget Saturday. We're going to go live. We're going to go live early evening, after some of the games finish up, we're doing that the past couple of weeks. It's been a lot of success. So Lockdown Big Ten live on YouTube. All right. In the meantime, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast for the latest on everything else going on in sports. want you to have yourself a great day and a great weekend. And as always, thank you very much for checking us out. I'm Craig Scheman for Lockdown Big Ten.